Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980 AM, or anywhere on the Odyssey app. 54 degrees outside at 510. I'm happy to bring on my next guest. He's running for Senate in Pennsylvania, Dave McCormick. Dave McCormick, I'm sorry we didn't meet each other in person down at CPAC. Hey, sorry to miss you, Rob. How you doing? Doing well, doing well. So you have this, you're running for Senate against Bob Casey. Um, I see you just posted about two hours ago, uh, four hours ago, asking for Bob Casey to join you for an immediate resignation of Summerlee, Representative Summerlee from uh, the other side of Pennsylvania for some of the comments she's made. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yes. I mean, Summer Lee has been um, just a, a voice of, of radicalism. Um, she's uh, been associated with all sorts of anti-Semite statements, and she's speaking at this uh, for this group called CARE, K-A-I-R, which is a, a, a Muslim group that has a very anti-Israel uh, statement, a leader that spewed hatred, and Summer Lee's the keynote. And um, so Summerlee should uh, – that doesn't represent the people of western Pennsylvania, where I grew up and – or uh, where I live in Squirrel Hill right next to the Tree of Life Synagogue. And it doesn't represent all of Pennsylvania. And Bob Casey's endorsed her. Uh, and so I called on Summerlee to resign and Bob Casey to pull back on his endorsement and, uh, and show some moral leadership and moral clarity. And he's shown neither of those things in, in, throughout his career, but certainly as it relates to Israel. And it's, t- it's time for him to, uh, to stand up. And one of the true differences between you and him as you're running for his position in the Senate. Uh, and Summer Lee is, is she's quasi a member of the squad, and it appears from her radical, getting more and more radical, looking to replace Cori Bush or Rashida Talib in that standard. So you're rightful in calling for her resignation. You're rightful to call for the representatives for all of Pennsylvania to call her out for her rhetoric. No, no doubt about it. And, you know, this is a, a broader point, too, which is, I mean, we're at a, we're at a point of national crisis. We're at a point of economic crisis, the border crisis, the fentanyl crisis, uh, the the war on energy, the crime challenges we have across our, our great commonwealth and our country. And we're, we have a, a world outside our borders that is uh, absolutely destabilized by the minute with what's happening in the Middle East, Iran's underwriting of terror, uh, China, the challenge from China rattling his saber, and, and of course, Russia's attack in the Ukraine. And we, we are in a moment where we need leadership. We need people who are going to stand up, um, who are going to be able to differentiate between right and wrong. And, and Bob Casey's been senator for 18 years, and he's done none of that. He, he's not done any of that recently, and he's not done any of that in his 18 years. And in times of uh, you know, normalcy, maybe you can get by with a senator who doesn't do anything. But in the times of crisis, Pennsylvania deserves someone who will stand up, uh, defend their interests, and speak truth. I actually have a couple of clips from uh, some of your speech down at CPAC that I want to get into because I also want to talk. We we have a, a, a lot of military friends in common. I want to talk a little bit about your military experience, something that Bob Casey does lack. Jay, can you play that piece through strength piece from CPAC? This is a recording at CPAC that just took place last week. Well, I think I think the the best thing we can do to ensure our adversaries aren't testing us and challenging us is to show strength, and we have a president in Joe Biden that's showing weakness. Uh, we've lost deterrence. We had deterrence under President Trump. We had a, a leader where people said, okay, we, got, we better be careful about messing with the United States. Uh, we're, we're not sure what we're gonna get. Deterrence is having ability, it's having will, and it's keeping them guessing. 
Biden has lost the capability, hasn't shown the will, and he, do, he does the opposite. He forecasts exactly what he's going to do. And that's our biggest problem. That's why we're being tested. Uh, that's why we're being tested in Europe with Russia's evasion of Ukraine. That's why we're being tested by China. Uh, that's why we're, we're being tested by Iran. It's because they perceive weakness. Go to the playground. We all grew up on it. If the bully perceives weakness, they're going to push. They're going to punch. So we got to get strength. That's number one. With- uh, a great take. And for people that don't know your background, you're a graduate of West Point, the West, uh, United States Military Academy. Uh, you went to the United States Army Airborne School and Rangers School. You were named the Honor Graduate of Rangers School. You joined the 82nd Airborne Division at Fort, Br- Fort Bragg, North Carolina in 1987. You were part of the first wave of U.S. troops sent to Iraq during the Gulf War in 1991. And you were the executive officer of a combat engineering company of 130 soldiers tasked with clearing minefields and destroying enemy munitions. You know war firsthand. You know military strength firsthand. You've been literally the tip of the spear with the 82nd Airborne. Uh, so you know what you're talking about when it comes to this. Yeah, well, you know, I, those who have served in the military, they're, they're the ones that I think are, are most, uh, you know, most careful about putting uh, uh, the men and women in our armed forces in harm's way. I, I also know you've got a a naval, a naval uh, midshipman in your family uh, that I'm sure you're very proud of. And, uh, you know, that, that, uh, that experience really shaped me, that experience of service, uh, both the military experience of, you know, of leading others, the experience of being part of an, an organization that's truly meritocratic. I, I was with a platoon. I had a, you know, an African-American guy in my platoon from Newark. I had a, uh, a white kid from rural Alabama. I had a platoon sergeant from Puerto Rico. I had a college dropout from Boston. You know, we never talked about politics or religion. Uh, we just were part of a team in support of one another and support of America. And, uh, and that experience is uh, it's, it's a, it's a great foundation for life, and it's a great foundation for, for public service, but it's most important a foundation for leadership. You, you know, you learn that when you get done with the road march, you wait and take everybody else's boots off and check their blisters before you check your own. You eat, you eat last in the chow line. That's the kind of leadership I think we need in America. Um, Bob Casey's not been a leader, and if anything I could have changed about the clip you, um, you said, I would have said one sentence at the end, which is, and in all those uh, examples of weakness, uh, Bob Casey has supported Joe Biden every step of the way. And it's a time for leaders. It's a time for leadership. Uh, America is, is at risk. America's in decline. And the only way to turn it around is to get people in there that believe America's exceptional and are going to fight to keep it that way. Absolutely. And, and, and I have, my son's an F-18 fighter pilot. My daughter's at the, the academy now. I, I, I feel that firsthand. This Just at CPAC, I was having discussions with the former director of intelligence for the Pacific Fleet. I was having discussions with the, the former director of intel for the Joint Chiefs. Uh, the threat is very real, and I don't think America realizes that. And what's going on around America, be it the Red Sea, be it uh, you know with Israel, be it the with the the South China Sea, with the aggression that China is showing, uh, the threats are very real, and they're all watching each other to see our response. And, and you're 100 percent correct. There is no warrior, there is no member of our military that actually wants to go to war, but they want to be prepared and ready to do it and show force if they're ever called to do it. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's absolutely right. And, um, you know, deterrence, to your point, it, it's, it's a combination of three things. It's a combination of capability. It's a combination of the will to use it. And it's a combination of, of you know, strategic uncertainty where you create doubt in the uh, adversary's mind on how you're going to respond. And we, we really did have that under President Trump, and we've lost that under President Biden. And, and the scary thing about deterrence, deterrence is like uh, 
it's like a great reputation. It takes it takes a long time to get it, build it, and it's easy to lose. And once you've lost it, it's hard to get back. And we we lost deterrence, and uh, it's due to the weak leadership of uh, of Joe Biden, but also you know his enablers uh, like Bob Casey. And one of the things you bring to the table is your business background. You're 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 accomplished businessman in this nation. You've served our nation in, in the administrations in a business capacity. Uh, one of the biggest um, things we hold over China's head is economics. Um, yeah. They're they're saber rattling. They're they're showing their military's teeth every now and then. But you know, speaking to the people that I was speaking to this past week at CPAC, it's economics where we where we really hold a stronghold to hopefully stave off any military response to anything they do. And, and like anything else, things change. Uh, where yeah. 20 years ago, you know, when China was a growing economy that wanted to be a partner with us, things were different. I mean, back in the day, we were giving F-14s to Iran, and look at us now. Things change, times change, and now it's at a point where we have to go take a different stance when it comes to them and hold economics over their head and let them know that our military will be prepared if they want to push it, but we don't want that. Yeah, I, I yeah, c- couldn't agree more. I, yeah, as you as you said, I grew up not far from where you are right right now. I grew up in Bloomsburg and uh, a small town and, you know, grew up bailing hay and trimming Christmas trees and went, went on uh, to a great military career and, uh, and then a, a business career. And that business career, you know, the thing you learn when you grow a business, I ran two, two companies uh, over the last 20 years. The thing you learn is that America, you know, America free enterprise, uh, American innovation, uh, American capability to invent, it's it's uh, our our uh, free enterprise system is the greatest in the world, and we can out compete anybody in the world if we're on a level playing field. And the problem with China is that we've not been on a level playing field. Uh, we've given China access to our markets, and we've given them preferential trade treatment, and they haven't followed the rules. They've stole stealing uh, stole rather our intellectual property. Uh, they've uh, had unfair trade practices. And the worst part about this, Rob, is we've made ourselves dependent on them. We made ourselves dependent on them for semiconductors, dependent on them for pharmaceuticals. We learned during COVID. So we have an adversary who's been treating us unfairly, but on top of that, we've made ourselves dependent on them. And, uh, and I've laid out a plan of six bands to get things back on track with China, to re- reestablish our independence from China, stop uh, the preferential trade treatments, stop the flow of fentanyl, ban their uh, buying of strategic farmland, stop investing our companies uh, having investments in China that are going to help the Chinese uh, military uh, kick them out of the World Health Organization because they haven't been transparent on COVID. So we need to get tough with China. And guess what's happening right now? This is the crazy thing. The entire Biden administration strategy is to do this transformation on alternative energy. And guess where all the lithium batteries and the solar panels come from? So we're spending trillions of dollars to pay the Chinese government and Chinese-owned companies for solar panels and lithium batteries to, to, to underwrite our, our new alternative energy economy, which Biden is pushing. And in doing so, we're making them um, you know, more in the strategic driver's seat because our economy is becoming more dependent on China. And so this is the kind of deeply flawed thinking that uh, the Biden and, and, and Casey – have been perpetuating, and that's why we need somebody who's going to shake it up in Washington. Someone's got common sense, and someone's going to lead. And uh, and I, I'm I'm sorry to say, Bob Casey's done none of those things. 
I have about 30 seconds less left, Dave McCormick, running for Senate here in Pennsylvania against Bob Casey. How are you going to be a different senator for the people here in Pennsylvania? You've mentioned some of it, but in a nutshell, if you had to sum it up in 30 seconds, you know, how are you going to be different than a Bob Casey? I'd say two things. I don't know anybody anything except the people of Pennsylvania. I'm my own guy, so I'm going to fight for them. And two, I'm going to Washington to break glass. It's a, it's a moment that glass needs to be broken. And uh, I've got no objective uh, other than serving the people of Pennsylvania. And if they put me in the Senate, I'm going to do my best to fight for them and make things change. Um, I'm at DaveMcCormickPA.com. Grateful for the opportunity to be on your show and grateful for your listeners to uh, dial in here. Thank you. Well, I appreciate you calling in. We're speaking with Dave McCormick, running for Senate in Pennsylvania against Bob Casey. Dave, thanks. And keep in touch with us here at the Rob O'Donnell Show. Yes, sir. Thank you. Good to talk to you. Thank you. Bye-bye. And that was Dave McCormick uh, running for Senate against Bob Casey.